When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Oh, hello, 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 squirrels. It's me, Hillary Ass, back, back, back again. And uh, no, you're not supposed to come in yet. What are you doing? Me? Uh, yeah, you you interrupted me last time on the first time we tried this. Well, oh, you're you told not me to interrupt me this time. Well, you told me come All right, in, get not back on. in the closet. Get back in the closet. Okay. Anyway, it's me, Hillary Ass, and welcome to Squirrel Talk. I have a fun guest today. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm sorry we missed last week. I was supposed to have the one and only Opal, Opal Essence, my drag sister from Camp Wanakiki, but she stood me up, that whore. So I guess. Um, uh, <laughs> we're gonna it's go okay over. hills i'm prettier so I, I know i'm gonna clo- do a better job I know you are very pretty. <laughs> get back in the closet you're not done yet you're not ready yet okay we need uh opal stood me up so that's okay we'll just like touch on episode two of drag race uk a bit but we'll talk about episode three mostly and i think maybe we'll get opal for next week i don't know opal is very flaky um anyways. how dare you <laughs> she is dragging your drag Sandra. sister Speaking of dandruff, you should know. You should have some cures for some dandruff. You're a doctor. All over it- my head and shoulders. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, uh, well, I mean, okay. Let's let's just bring you out. It's the one and only. Uh, I don't know your actual name, but he goes by Doctor Jake. That's Yay! me. I'm Doctor Jake. I mean, my it's actual Dr. name Jake. is Jake, so <laughs> we'll go with that. Hi, I'm Doctor Jake. You can find me at. Dr. Jake LGBTQ Health on YouTube. Yay. Are you sure your actual name is Jake? No one can be truly certain. I thought it was like Adam or something. I like the name Adam. I have met many hot Adams in my life. I love Adam. Dave. I love Mm -hmm. all the Jewish names, really. Adam, David, Shmuel. You know, My husband is named Adam. It's a very hot name. Your Mm, husband is pretty hot. I admit that. (laughs) But um, back off, ladies. He's taken. I like that. Um, okay, well, Dr. Jake, thank you for coming uh, on the pod. I came twice. Yeah, uh, you're going to continue to come. I know you're you're very excitable. <laughs> um, I mean, like, okay, let's tell the people how we met each other because I think it was honestly you started hitting on me on Instagram. No, I was I was browsing Grinder and <laughs> um, I saw. Uh, large ham looking for small potato. And I said, listen, meat and potatoes, that's my jam. Mm. And uh, I didn't have any jam at the time, but so I went out and got some and thus I became Dr. Jake. Yes. Yeah. That was when I was on pigplay.com looking for hams, ham, only Um. hams. Thanks. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I think it was, I don't know. I think we just followed each other and then we were like, okay, uh, hi. And then I came to Boston and you had just recently moved to Boston and we did a YouTube video together. We had a really uh, fun time. Yeah, we hit it off, and you're a nice person, and I don't know. No, you like not exaggerate, queens. okay? Yeah, it was an average, mediocre occurrence. Like, you were great. <laughs> I was just okay. Let's be real here. I know who the star of that video was. Mm, it was the, not me. The cat, the cat. It was the cat. There was definitely the cat. I don't think uh, the cat was in that video, but yes, it was definitely the cat. Uh, no, it was you doing my makeup, and there are some pictures of how amazing I looked. After That's that right, because you asked me to do drag makeup. You you scammed a drag queen to put makeup on you. I bought but... all the makeup myself, and mm-hmm. you got like mm-hmm. two new subscribers from it or something. Maybe one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> all two. All my subscribers and followers and things like that, they're hard earned. I don't use the algorithms well. <laughs> <laughs> ha! I mean, oh my goodness. So YouTube's, a, YouTube's you... a hard racket. I I mean, yeah. I've, I've I've been doing it for a year and I still don't know what's going on. So we'll get there uh, someday. Honestly, I think like in the drag market space, it's so filled with just like the everybody doing the same thing. 
that and you know then whenever like we do something different like i'm doing comedy or whatever people are just like no no yeah it's hard it takes a long time to get a foothold (laughs) on what your niche actually is and how it differs from other people's so just yeah and i'm not a celebrity i'm not a celebrity but i am on a tv show which is you're a celebrity to me i know exactly (laughs) who you are um i mean that was really fun to come and put makeup on you i I mean i had a blast i it was delightful i put makeup on you you bought bought some products and you were very surprised by two things i think you were surprised number one by the amount of products you had to buy and number two by the amount of time it takes to put it all on and number three how poor i am at choosing products despite having (laughs) been given a very specific list very specific (laughs) but no you did a pretty good job honestly and then i think my drag uh sister coleslaw came by and did your makeup as well or help you know you, what happened you want the, let me the tell you what happened yeah which is the footage died because my external hard drive died so we're so we're gonna bad. film something else another time we had a good time and i felt terrible so i i will i will be inviting coleslaw to my home again coleslaw you know the biggest the biggest difference between me and coleslaw i think is that um see your thyroids Coles- yeah, my thyroid. Definitely my active thyroid. Um, <laughs> my thyroidism. Um, but like coleslaw, uh, you, like you, you asked me to like not help you and to let you fail and look horrible. I could not have that happen. So I made you look pretty. Coleslaw actively made you look terrible. <laughs> well, okay. I insisted that I do my own makeup with coleslaw. Well, so I that mean, was not Coleslaw's doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was not Coleslaw's doing. That was all me Monday to Sunday. But I did Coleslaw not keep the makeup okay on that long. That? Coleslaw was just like, oh no, Coleslaw okay. was not okay with that. Coleslaw just knew that I was going to oh, do whatever I wanted because she you was can't. just like, so are you sure you don't want me to help you put this thing on? Here's mm, the thing about okay. Coleslaw. Coleslaw, mm. I think, seems like a very um, <laughs> Coleslaw seems like a very rude person and like oh, yeah. in her drag persona and because that's oh, her persona very. but she's yeah. not coleslaw uh, Col- like boy coleslaw which is who you start with you start with boy coleslaw is yes. like a wonderful and kind and pleasant and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and actually very funny human but mm-hmm. like very um like just just a wonderful person which means that they're not gonna boss me around mm. which oh so in I'm contrast to you yeah <laughs> Right. I'm the controlling one who well, I would say I'm, that I'm the I'm the motherly one who's like I'm not letting you go out looking like a whore dear like no it's not happening. well I mean if you want to make me look like something I'm not that's fine but we do have a whole drag race episode to talk about so we should probably get right into it well well I know but like for me on squirrel talk I'm like it's drag race everyone talks drag race there's so much to talk about drag race oh. I want to talk more about you oh um, yeah. Well, I'm beautiful. Yeah, what, what? Spooky you are and a doctor, right? <laughs> you, you are. Needles, you are so beautiful. Sorry. You are stupid. Beautiful, stupid. Definitely those two. Yes, things. those two. I'm like, not really spooky. <laughs> oh, and you're not spooky. Well, no, I don't think so. Not really. But you are a doctor. Um, so you I am a doctor. Things. I did an internal medicine and pediatrics residency. It was four years of absolute wonderful. Uh, mm-hmm. and I just loved every second of it. I mm. did not. And then I, I worked for two mm. years as a physician. And then I said, wow, this sucks. And I left, um, which, you know, some people quiet quit. I do everything loud. Mm. And know? are you, did you, do you think you like uh, are happy with that decision? Like jumping into the YouTube world? I am so happy with that decision. Nice. I mean, nice. real talk. I have like a side gig that I work 10 hours a week that pays my bills. Mm-hmm. But YouTube is so much more fun than all of that. I I would not want to do anything else yeah as the channel grows you will see me do more and more and more yeah and then i okay so you're building like a brand kind of like as the gay physician is that a gay doctor yeah is that kind of the idea like you just want to be like i'm a doctor but i'm gay and you know so like you know i've only found penises I've only found one other gay doctor on YouTube, and that is Elliot Carthy, who is also amazing. He's oh. a psychiatrist in the UK. Um, there's another guy named Andrew Neighbors, who is really funny, but actually isn't a doctor. He's an optometrist. That's not. That's right. Yeah. It's not the same thing. That's he's, he's not a physician. He's, he's kind of like like bordering on like 
porno. <laughs> he? No, he's great. I, I mean, but he's an optometrist, right? He's not a physician. So I no, have a different yeah. niche than he does. And, and, you know, Dr. Elliot is all about psychiatry. That's really what he does. He analyzes psych, like so the, he psych, the, the psyches of these characters. Like one of his best videos Ooh. is him analyzing BoJack Horseman, and it's fantastic. Um, Ooh, so does he, talk really about the, does he talk about the Velvet Rage? He talks about everything. He's he's Ugh. really good. I mean, he goes he goes deep into it. He's a much more thoughtful and intellectual human than I am. I'm just like, look, drag queen. Hey, Steven Universe, let's go. You know, and so <laughs> yeah, uh, I Opal. Yeah, another. Uh, it's a different Opal. No, it's a different Opal. opal. It's Opal. Well, opal the opal, opal the gem. Opal is a lot. Um. Oh, Steven Universe Opal. Opal the yeah. crystal gem. Yeah. Well, they actually are the same thing, honestly. True. Mm -hmm. Their voices are exactly the same, right? Hey guys, Stay low. I'm Opal, Stay I'm low. Hey, I'm that Opal. hurt. I'm from Albany. Um, Opal's ridiculous. Um, stood me up. She stood me up. I can't believe it. But you didn't. You were actually excited to be on the podcast, which is... I was maybe a little too excited. <laughs> And also, you're very talkative, and like I knew, like when you'd come on the podcast, it would just be like so easy. <laughs> so what do like, you mean? Uh, I'm quiet and demure, and also no, easy. Yeah, no. That's true. <laughs> that, oh, and easy. easy. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely easy. <laughs> um, what do you I say? Think yes, of, all the time. What do you? No think is of a word like... I don't know. <laughs> so okay, so there's Andrew Neighbors. There's uh, the psychiatrist guy. Uh, yeah, and they they don't. I don't think Andrew Neighbors ever does any optometry. He just takes his shirt off all the time and does underwear pics. I mean, I'm at peace with that. I don't want to tell him not to. <laughs> um, what do you think of other internet doctors? Like that really famous one, Dr. Mike. Dr. Or Mike? He oh, he's great. I think he does he makes really good videos. You know, he his videos have sort of are, are starting to inspire my spy style a little bit. And it's gonna mm. sound weird, but actually the the YouTuber that inspires that is starting to inspire more of my style is actually Legal Eagle. Oh, he is Eagle. amazing. Yeah. You know, he he's does more like, like law. He's kind of like the Dr. Mike version of law stuff, right? I'd say so. Yeah. And, <laughs> but he has a different vibe, right? He's a little bit lower energy, like very, very animated and, and amazing. But, you know, he doesn't, he uses less music in his videos than Dr. Mike does. And so I'm sort of a mix of those. But then there's one other person that I think is an amazing presence on YouTube. And that is Leija Miller. If you haven't heard of her, she is oh. another YouTube lawyer, but she takes more of like a sassy LGBTQ angle. Oh, I think I've seen her. She's so good. And she's done a lot of, uh, I think a lot of her best, she did one that was analyzing the RuPaul's Drag Race contract. She also did yes. some amazing videos on Britney's conservatorship, mm. uh, you know, hashtag free Britney. She is amazing, and I would suggest that if you don't subscribe to Leija Miller, L-E-E-J-A, you subscribe to her. Love her. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. That's a great thing, because like, a lot of people don't understand all that legal stuff, and it's like, ah, free Britney, but they don't understand what that means. That's so cool. And Britney should have been free, but it's just a legal process that has, was mm. drawn out for years and years and years, because that's how mm -hmm. all that works. It's so true. It's so true. Like, there's so much more to it than just being like, free Britney. It's like, well, there's oh, like a lot to it. Awful. <laughs> um, so, like, what about um, your YouTube, like, life? Have you been watching YouTube, like, forever? Did you start, oh my God, like, I love in the YouTube. early days of, like, You know what? I, I, know. I did start, I, I, I really got into YouTube during COVID, like everybody else. I watched some YouTube, but it wasn't something that I was on all the time, mm -hmm. right? I was a little busy getting dick off of Grinder and Scruff. You know, you kind of mm. prioritize. But mm -hmm. <clears throat> no, for real though, I, I got really into YouTube during COVID. Right. And I just realized like, wait, why am I not doing this? I don't mm. have any place where I can perform. I was a musical theater kid. I actually started my life in college at a conservatory for musical theater. I was at the Boston Conservatory doing a BFA mm -hmm. in musical theater. And then I said, nah, I, I want to do something else with my total, total, with the total sum of the sum total, the total sum, the sum, the yes. sum total of my life. And so I went to medical school ultimately. So you decided, now I'm like, you, like, you, you, you hit the, you hit the heights of your musical theater career and we're like, you know what? Been there, done that. Uh -huh. No, I'm going to be a doctor. I'd like to think that I haven't hit those heights yet. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't quite hit the high C. You couldn't quite hit the high C, and you're just like, oh, oh I can hit the high C. Me. Oh, I can hit the high C. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, everybody you, can... you squeeze my balls, I hit the high C. That's exactly. How it works. Everybody can hit the high C eventually. Mm -hmm. That's how you switch keys. Just, ah, uh, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm squeezing my balls when I switch keys. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, you know? 
Um, so that's that's really funny. Like kind of like that. Like uh, you were, but I mean, I guess I wouldn't say it's uncommon. But like that, you're very talented in the arts. But then you went into the the doctoring, and well, I know. certainly wouldn't say it's common, darling. Mm, it's not common. Do you find doctors not to be artistic at all? I f- I think they're actually no. I I think you're correct. I I just want to feel special. Um, oh. I think I think there are a lot of doctors with artistic talent who are at high levels, but not high enough to truly be professional. And so they oh. say, hey, there are a lot of things I can do, and that's sort of where I was. Right? I mean, I was doing like professional musical theater like mm. before I went to college and then mm. I went to college and I was like, and that was part of it, right? Like, do I really want to compete in this environment? Absolutely. Whereas on YouTube, I'm only competing with myself. It feels like that. And how do you feel like then you went down this path of doctoring and, and did all of the training, which is a lot of training to do it. And then you got into the world. Did you feel like it was it like paid off? Like it was worth it? Or do you, do you kind of like kick yourself and, and think that you should have just gone for the musical theater or how do you feel? It's complicated, right? If yeah. I had it to do over again, I don't think I would do medical school, but I'm mm. kind of happy that I did. It's given me something to talk about that not a lot of people can talk about, right? Mm-hmm. How many doctors are on YouTube that, that have even like a thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. right? And as my channel grows, I, I hope to be bigger and better and bustier <laughs> right so i'm getting That's a boob easy. job tomorrow no That's i i am easy. glad that i did it Amazon. yeah oh yes yeah, oh yes simple i'm glad that i did medicine i i think i don't get caught in like a sunk cost fallacy mm-hmm. i did it i made an investment in my education i made money for a couple of years just being a doctor and mm-hmm. now i have perspective that i think a lot of lgbtq people need to hear about at least i hope they do right? otherwise i'm not gonna have a channel for long but I think that's so true. I think like we're we're like made of all of our experiences. Like when I think back about things that I maybe would have would not have done in my past, mm-hmm. it's hard to say, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that because I wouldn't be who I am today. Like had I not had all those experiences, right? So yeah. it's like you might not have been so much of a hot mess. Exactly. Like I wouldn't have <laughs> somehow stumbled my way onto like Camp Wanakiki, which honestly like was such a great fun experience for me and had you not drunk so much you could have just walked i know i wouldn't have like busted my leg on tv <laughs> <laughs> oh i felt bad about i'm still that, waiting yeah. for my exam by you by the way just i i need to get a full physical all right bend over we're ready to go <laughs> oh oh because you used to can do i call you ben thing. yeah <laughs> yeah of course well ben i'd love to be called ben ben de la Cram, one of the best drag queens in the world in my opinion yeah uh, Della, I love, I love uh, some Della. Uh, one you, of, and what, probably, you know, in my opinion, my my the best lip sync that's ever been on RuPaul's Drag Race. Absolutely. Her Anaconda lip sync is my favorite. It's not my favorite like lip sync for your legacy life, like my favorite no. setting. But she was my favorite single that? person doing a lip sync. Like but my, I think my thing. absolute yeah. favorite is yeah. Evie versus Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of like my favorite performer that's been on that stage doing a lip sync at any given time, Ben. It's her. Ben, ben. Did, ben just alone without tricks, flips, or splits, just characterization and the way she does it absolutely has some of the best lip syncs on that 100%, show. One hundred percent, yes. There was it's there amazing. was just no competition, and I have to say, Aja turned it out in that lip sync too. Mm-hmm. And you know, Lena, when I say someone's amazing and, and should have won the lip sync, like no hate to the other person, like Aja turned it out, and we will see that when we talk about this episode too, because. Oh, mm. oh, holy hell. It was uh, an insane lip sync, unlike, unfortunately, the episode two lip sync. Yeah. Um, okay, but before that, um, so you also, like, did, you were doing all this doctoring, all this musical theater, having life struggles on Grinder constantly. But then oh, yeah. sudden, somehow you had time to also, like, pay attention to all of these really long, 500-hour-long RPGs, um, like Chrono <sighs> Cross... In your spare time, quote unquote, what spare time? And, oh, well, we just you're... call that an addiction. No, so so the interesting <laughs> is, I worked nights. I worked nights, and there are some mm. nights where nothing is happening. So oh. if nothing was happening, I just said whatever. I I'm dying here. I'm bored. I will just play Chrono Cross. I'll play Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh. I'll play whatever, and it was mm-hmm. great. Oh, that's cool. And so you would just like max out your stats. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my, my Xenoblade Chronicles 2 file is cracked. It's cracked. <gasps> Xenoblade 2. Is that your favorite Xenoblade? 
Ugh, I don't know. I it's really hard. I I think I think the first one is my favorite so far. My first one is the favorite Xenoblade Chronicles so far, but I haven't finished mm-hmm. three. I want to see how three turns out. And I have to say, I have a really soft spot in my heart for Xenoblade Chronicles X, which was on the Wii U. Oh, that's a great game. Which it's, had a crazy plot. Crazy it's plot. It's so insane. And, like, and I want to learn the battle system more and the play ground, it more. And then you get into these mechs. Skell. A skell. The skell. They called them skells. We're losing probably half the audience now because it's like, we're, you're not talking drag. You're talking weird, geeky stuff. <laughs> Elma is a drag queen. I don't know what they're talking about. No, listen, Elma, Elma was amazing. Oh, I, can't, I don't want to spoil who she actually is, but oh my God, if you haven't played Xenoblade Chronicles X, I uh, the, uh, the, the only thing about that game was the ending. The ending was so unfortunate oh, was weird. because, because yeah. I was like, what i, I want to know what happens next like are they all dead like what's and happening we can't, we can't spoil it yeah um it's... yeah uh are you enjoying number three though it just came out three recently. is three is fantastic I, I didn't like it at first because it gets a little chaotic you have six party members mm-hmm. but as i got more into it and i sort of learned how to work the system mm-hmm. uh and as you get more abilities too the game really opens up and you get to mm-hmm. be able to do more things i once you're able to do a smash combo the game is a breeze i'm i'm playing on hard mode cuz that's how i do it oh you do the hard wow i try to start dude. on hard mode with any game i had to switch to easy, to normal mode a couple of times mm-hmm. there was especially at the beginning of the game since the beginning of the game, I hadn't had to, but at the beginning of the game, there are a couple bosses where like yeah. you don't have the abilities to really get through them on hard mode. There was but a I will try again. There was a couple bosses where I had to turn normal to easy because I was just like, I just want to see the th- thing that happens next right now. It's 1 a.m. and I want to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can do the break topple days combo over and over, you're pretty much golden. It's well, just yeah. until you have that available to you, the game is very hard. Break topple days. <laughs> Everyone's like, what are they talking about? Break topple um, days. Is, what about what's a more accessible thing that gays like oh yeah pokemon are you excited for the new pokemon it looks I'm amazing very excited for pokemon scarlet it's open and world. violet it's open world i was watching some cool trailers I'm it looks excited. really 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 cool it's like very modernized i'm very yeah. uh i will confused. say i watch a lot of pokemon youtube as well oh really yeah i i you know i'm in this discord with a lot of other youtubers and one of my favorites is this guy named frieza i F-R-E-E-Z-A-I. Are you going to become the gay Are you going to be the gay Pokemon professor now? I'm debating it. There actually already is a doctor who does Pokemon. A He's gay Poke Aim and MD. Poke Aim MD, and he makes amazing videos. Love him too. Really, but but my favorite is Frieza I. He's great. F R E E Z A I. Work. He he does sort of these narrative. He does narrations of Pokemon battles. He talks about Pokemon history, the history of competitive battling, and he just does such an amazing job. Oh my god, competitive Pokemon battling is so silly. No, but he makes it accessible. <laughs> he makes it accessible to everybody. Because That's the nice right. thing is there's a site called Pokemon Showdown, which will just build all the Pokemon for you, so you don't oh, have yes. to like raise them on your cartridge. Oh, I know. That's how most people now do Pokemon competitive battling. Yeah, there's no time for like raising Pokemon on your I did cartridge. do it for a while. I had a lot of fun, but I would rather just know the poke know what i want to use and put it on pokemon showdown it seems silly yeah i tried to like raise the pokemon honestly it takes so much time it and does then, and then they quickly become obsolete anyways so it's like eh, whatever so true um, but what is your favorite pokemon do you have yeah. a favorite so i have a bunch of favorites but i Ooh. think consistently um one of the ones in the top is always clefairy clefable because Aww. it's super pink and gay in and competitive clefable is a monster by the way so i know it's good and also very usable like if yes. you run into a clefairy like you can always add it to your team because it's like it's usable you know especially now that it's the fairy type the fairy type really shook mm-hmm. things up um, my I favorite try to use Jigglypuff, but Jigglypuff is just no. Not Normal and Fairy is not as good because it doesn't resist fighting. My favorites, I have two favorites. It's Umbreon because oh, yeah. she's shady, and she's Articuno. Shady. Oh, and you like to go Articuno? The weakest I love Articuno. of the legendary birds. The weakest of the legendary birds. Yes. Well, okay, Moltres and Articuno on the same playing field because they're both you know four times weak to stealth rock i know what's up yeah at least she's got the ice beam that's a good move. yes yes high ice coverage, beam is great high damage she's got it she's i got it. i very much enjoy articuno i understand that Art- articuno in terms of competitive battling and like the higher tiers is garbage mm-hmm. and i am at peace with that i love articuno i love the design i love an ice bird mm-hmm. 
reminds me of me so graceful are you excited for any of the new ones like Le Chonk or like the new I'll be honest I am leaving I am leaving myself open because every time I see the mm. new generation I prejudge it like when we got I forget which I think it was Gen 5 when we got like freaking vanillite I was like oh it's ice cream and then you realize wait this is actually kind of cool it evolves into more ice cream I actually didn't yeah. mind it once I'm like um <laughs> girder and timber and uh mm-hmm. conkleder I didn't like at first and now I love them they're some of my favorite pokemon I love them oh that's amazing because they're all like umbrage smash you know umbridge smash they, yeah. that's what they say umbridge smash no they definitely don't say that but that's what you would say if you were dolores umbridge in a very potter musical oh i think that's very pink that's more like a jigglypuff moment again okay but, um, that's okay I'm, yeah my, my boyfriend has has been on youtube by the way watching forever and he loves anything harry potter sorry to I, I understand jk rowling's a turf we're we're not going to go there. Uh, that sucks. It and, hasn't, and she it hasn't be. killed people's likes for Harry Potter. That's for it sure. It has not. Well, I mean, they're big books. But in any case, there's a very Potter musical, mm-hmm. uh, which is on, which is available on, it's on YouTube. It's the whole thing's on YouTube. And uh, there, the person who played, the guy who plays Dolores Umbridge is hilarious. Oh, there's a guy. It's in drag? It's a, That's a drag role. Yeah, that particular role. Oh my God. No cute boys unless Umbridge is invited. (laughs) But I mean, those are Darren Chris, I believe, played Harry Potter in that. So that was his start doing online musicals. Well, okay, let's see. I guess we should talk about the episode. You're excited about this, aren't you? I am. This is a much better episode than episode two. Okay, so episode two. What did you think about episode two? So. I think that Black Peppa or Baby, probably Baby, would have won if they weren't in the bottom five. And mm. I, I have a lot of thoughts about this episode. Because um, in episode two, essentially, we'll break it down quick, was that it was a girl group challenge. There was two teams of five or six or whatever. And uh, it was the, what, the, uh, I don't know, the one team was clearly much better um, than the other one. I thought so. Um, I, I did think it was weird that they did the girl group challenge so early. I, mm. I think these girl group challenges work better with fewer people. Oh, yeah. Uh, like a six, six people and five people in a girl group just doesn't work for me. That being said, yes, one of the teams was much better, but I was like, I, I it was hard to focus on any one person really for me besides Baby and Black Peppa mm-hmm. in their group because they were freaking amazing. Yeah. And everyone else, I... I didn't get that much from compared to them. I mean, like Black Peppa is my winner for this season so far. I, I, oh, there's, for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and, but I will say at the end of the episode, John Burr's ate that lip sync. John Burr's mm-hmm. ate it. JB. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, Starlet, I wish that tape hadn't been on her face. I think she had a chance. I see. You know what? My one opinion about the thing about Starlet was that she walked in the first episode. She looked really pretty. And I was like, I think that's all she has. Um, and she was and never going to be the winner in my eyes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she quickly, she quickly revealed like you can look amazing, but if you don't have it, you don't have it. And yeah. that's like, she doesn't have it. She's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to say, they came back into the workroom after that lip sync and you know, they were, they were calling Cheddar an old maid. And then mm-hmm. Sminty put on that wretched old maid dress and started voguing in it. And I was like, Sminty can make anything look good. Mm. That, that voguing in the old maid dress just lives in my mind rent-free. It was, it was so hot and she looked fine. Yeah, Sminty's like weird, has weird, long Michael, Michael Phelps proportions. She's like a giant stick. It's crazy. It's weird. Oh, yes. It's insanity. And something's up with her lips. Uh, like she, she well, may have been to the dentist and I'm at peace with that because they look so, <laughs> they they look plump and ready to go. And I am all for you modifying whatever you need to modify to get things. Or maybe, maybe well, I'm wrong. I could be wrong. This could just yeah, be big lips. Fair, and either way, fair. she looks good. It's good. You get a doctor approved. It's like, if you're 23 years old, go and do whatever you want to your lips, yeah. regardless. Um, what do you think, though, about wearing face tape when you're, like, 12? Like, do we really need face tape when we're that young? You know what? I think people I think people do what they got to do to snatch back that face and make it look good. I am in support I mean, of whatever works for your drag, as long as I doubt you her can show emotion. Is- her as long as you can is, show emotion. Well, the thing is, like, her skin is not droopy at all. Like, like face tape. 
I mean, I think it's to create a more severe look. Yeah, but she could just draw it like that. Her face is, her skin is so supple, so tight. She doesn't need the tape. You can literally just draw it like that. I guess I'd have to see it both ways to understand, Uh, you know, from the front and the back. It makes no sense. But it's just because, like, there's a lot of queens I know that, like, go to extreme lengths on certain things that are a little unnecessary. And I'm like, it's so extra. It's so extra. Anyway, episode two was wild. Definitely one team was better than the other. And, yeah, a front, a quote-unquote front runner went home right away. And I was surprised. I don't. I don't think that that Starlet was a front runner. No. Well, everyone thought so. Um, really? Well, you know what I think, and I just realized this on my episode of Camp Wanakiki, is that my look. Uh, did you watch the latest episode? I have with not the, seen it yet. With the bingo lady, anyway. My have bingo lady. Um, I'm going to spoil it, unfortunately, but I'm going to. That's fine. My bingo lady look. Um, you already you already spoiled it on lady. Instagram, so I know. Yeah, she, what's happening? She she won the challenge and. It was up against like Deja was beautiful, Lily was beautiful, um, and they didn't choose the beautiful one um, on Camp Wanakiki, and it kind of like reminded me like, wow, y- you know, beauty isn't everything, <laughs> but it sure um, do help. It sure do help, and it depends upon what show you're on. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, you did dress as a couch for an episode. Okay, well, I think we're going to take a quick break and then get back <laughs> into it. Uh, so we'll, we'll be back in one minute to discuss episode three of um, UK Tri Grace season four. All right, bye, squirrels. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back, squirrels. Oh, my goodness. What an amazing bar you made me. Is that Count Chocula cereal? It is. Mm, it's magically it was, delicious. Oh, it was that's so little, magically delicious in my mouth. It's just like, a little bit more like Lucky Charms. I'm sorry. That was, yeah. It was a little bit like Transylvanian, like, by Lucky way of their mother, but mostly Irish. <laughs> Someday I will figure this accent thing out. It's going to be okay. Thank is you. that your background? I, I could I could imagine you being like half Transylvanian, half Irish. Like Yeah. Rah. I mean I, I do love to that. suck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Creep in people's windows just to Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> just check check their pulse. Um Yeah. <laughs> well, because ch- otherwise I'm not gonna get anything out of there. You can't you can't suck blood from a stone, you know? Uh, you could try. I could try. You could try. Okay. Anyway, where do you hear? What are we? Where do you hear for uh, Drag Race uh, UK season four episode three? And we're going to talk about it. So, okay, what did you think about the episode in general? Did you like it? I love this episode, and like okay. just from the beginning, mm-hmm. the drama is on. Like, let's talk about Baby. Okay. Uh, showing her confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say she's overconfident because she isn't. She knows her talent level and she's going to tell those bitches and piss all over that stage every single challenge. Mm. And this, and, and, and I love that she knows that. I love that she knows her talent level because that's three quarters of getting through this competition is knowing what you're good at and knowing that you are good. I mean, she's she's pretty like overconfident though. Do you really think she has what it takes to make it all the way to the end? Yes, I like her name, Baby. Call me. I think baby. she's. I think she's stunning. I think she's talented. Mm-hmm. I think I want to make out with her, and mm. that may be biasing me a little bit. No, I think she's really good. She's really talented. She reminds me kind of like a Shangela, almost like like she's still a little newer to drag, but she's just such a strong performer. Um, she can like incredibly really, strong, very strong. Um, she really knows what she's doing. And then I do have. There was one other thing that I noticed at the beginning of this episode, which is that LaPhil's hair is mm-hmm. everything. Her her hair in and out of drag is just so gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. God, it makes me want to grow my hair out, but it would be curly, so I don't, I'm not really into it. I don't want to do it. Uh, any other favorites? Um. 
I mean, no. black pepper. The answer is black no. Pepper. Oh, black pepper. I mean, don't, how don't can you not like? How can you not like the pepper? I mean, I'm I'm a huge stan of especially black now that black pepper uh, just by existing has given uh, Michelle Visage a new nickname. <laughs> oh God, white, white salt. salt is. <laughs> hey, white salt. So dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I'm I'm very. But those are my those are my three right now. Well, I. I I don't know that I see LaPhil as truly a front runner yet, mm. but I, I love LaPhil's hair, but I, I, I love LaPhil's energy. I think they've yeah. brought amazing, like amazing fashion to the runway. I think they've brought some amazing energy. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not there where I see them as the front runner yet. I see baby and black mm-hmm. Peppa. And yeah, absolutely. We're not there yet. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Black Peppa is a real standout. Just the energy just has that, as they call it, mm. winner energy, winner. And quality. cheddar. Cheddar Gorgeous, Cheddar Gorgeous has, has captivated me. Absolutely winner quality. I think LaPhil uh, actually is a bit of a dark horse in the competition. It might actually quite surprise us. I also think po- uh, Poppy Polite or whatever is is totally a dark horse and could really Ooh. make it all the way. I think they're hilarious. Pixie Polite? Pixie Polite. I think they're yeah. hilarious. Like a little subdued, but like doesn't like put themselves out front, but like just bangs it out. Uh, every yeah. opportunity i i mean i relate with that a little bit like i'm not <clears throat> the one who just stands in front and holds the sign and yells like i kind of wait for my moment a bit so i do I, think I okay I, I do think that what's giving me baby as like top 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 is partly mm-hmm. that she is so far the confessional queen of the season yes for me which is kind of like that narrator position yeah. that often her and black peppa's hair are the confessional season. <laughs> yeah, Black Peppa's hair is, is Black Pepper's boy Black Pepper's boy hair just gives me everything. I saw that and I was like, this is it. This is it, mama. Okay, so uh today uh, they had a bingo challenge, which I think hits very close to home. Do you play bingo? Oh, yeah. I love bingo. <laughs> that was my name in college. Do you play bingo? Do you play bingo at all? Do you go to I the have, hall? I have played bingo. I'm not I'm not known to hang out for too long at the halls because, you know, with my crippling gambling addiction, I'll lose everything. But yeah. I do like bingo. Yeah. I just sometimes and they, the, it was the NAFTA Awards. Oh, uh, yeah. The NAFTA. The, oh, they did the NAFTA Awards before bingo. Right. OK. Yeah. So they have, yes. to, they have to give them each other <laughs> these moments. And I have some comments like, about what happened before that, yeah. too. And, OK, well, what are your well, okay, OK, OK, let's go there. What, what are okay. your comments before the NAFTA Awards? We'll, we'll OK, keep it it's really just that John Burr's <laughs> looks effing snatched for quick drag. OK, yeah. If you look at John Burr's in quick drag, I'm like, that is a fully realized drag queen done mm. in done up in five minutes. Well, she probably looks only takes amazing. She probably only takes five minutes. Uh, for makeup. It, I was it was beautiful. It's beautiful. Chapstick and okay, but anyway, most star quality was Black Peppa, mm-hmm. which I think is an easy win, right? Easy peasy, yeah. And then yeah. I think uh, the back, best the background, background actress in a non-speaking, a non-speaking role was Copper Top. Uh, do you know what that I was think, wildly amusing. Do you think? I think the funniest part is that she came up and she said something, and it's like, no, like it's an easy joke. Just come up, don't say anything, walk on, walk off. <laughs> There was, I mean, there was only one person who got the award who actually had a really good joke, and that was Danny Beard, who yes. got camera hog, yeah, and who also had an amazing wig for this mini challenge, but oh gave the God. absolute this gibberish award speech that just absolutely destroyed me. I was, I was in tears. Danny Beard is another favorite of mine. Absolutely, um, really has that Vivian quality. I think they're similar. Uh, they come from a similar area, um, but I'm really enjoying Danny Beard. Yeah. I didn't want to let myself like Danny Beard, but I can't help it. <laughs> but, but the award that we really need to focus in on is resting on pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, because I predicted they were going to give that one to Sminty, but for yeah. some reason they gave it to baby. And I'm like, listen, people, mm-hmm. no, that's not, that's not what this is. But then baby mm-hmm. goes up and she thinks that she's won the pretty award. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think she understood the subtext that she was just resting on pretty. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's just like very clever and wanted to play it up. But I yeah. that was not the award for baby. Baby is pretty. She's gorgeous. I agree. And I, I would not say that baby is necessarily as pretty as Minty. 
I mean, Starlet obviously would have been the obvious choice. Starlet was definitely resting on pretty. That was it. That was it. That's all she had. Not that her face ever rested. I mean, it was severe up in here. And yeah, I mean, like, baby, yeah, she pretty. But like, I mean, mm, there's some things that she could make a little better. Let's just say. (laughs) Um, And then the final award was best hot mess. Um, Which went to Sminty Drop. And yeah, I was actually quite surprised that Sminty was the hot mess. Mm -hmm. Are are they sure Sminty's the hot mess? Well, it's funny because as the episode went on, she became more of a hot mess or maybe I should say was edited Mm -hmm. to be a hot mess. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I would have given it in a very complimentary way to Cheddar Gorgeous for that clown look in the first episode. (laughs) That was that was utter chaos. No one's going to call Cheddar Gorgeous a hot mess. She's so put together. She's very put together. But I think I guess I guess I think of hot mess as like complimentary. Did you think the clown because. I loved that. Oh, I that thought the clown did. look was amazing. Because it was such a great way to say, look, I can do batshit crazy that doesn't make sense. And then she walked out as a fashion model diva Amazonian warrior. It was I guess I, I guess I look at the term hot mess as a as very much a compliment. <laughs> oh yes. Like, and, yeah. oh girl, you're a hot mess. Like you but know I guess it's it can true. be I guess it can be seen negatively as well. No, it's true. She she definitely can turn on the hot mess. And I yes. I, I think she's amazing that way. I think um, she's the absolute best kind of chaos. I mean, she is. She is utter chaos. I do have to say Sminty's outfit from last week where she literally just came out in the two stupid alien pasties and then the hoop skirt. Yeah, that was a hot mess. Okay, so maybe you're right. And maybe it should have been Sminty. Yeah. That was a hot she mess. She also like missed all of her lyrics and the challenge. Yeah, that was a hot yeah. mess. I was like, she's getting into her, her head yeah. and there's not a lot in there, so it's not helping her. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we're moving on and we had to do uh, the bingo challenge. Which is, I guess they're like, and that is very close to home. I I always find it so crazy. There's always parallels in Drag Race and then my life. Um, for example, like, I made a couch look on Camp Onikiki. Canada's Drag Race was playing at the same time. Literally three queens from Canada's Drag Race had couch looks. Um, <laughs> Vivian walked in and won. Um, Bombay uh, was apparently supposed to do one. Irma Gerd. Uh, had one that she's never shown yet because mine's probably better. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so many parallels. And then this week, I literally came out as a bingo lady mermaid. And on Drag Race UK, it's a bingo like ball. Bingo thing. Like, challenge. They've never had bingo on the show before, even though drag bingo is such a drag thing. Have you ever been to drag bingo? I, I drag love bingo? I love me some drag bingo. Do I ever win? No. Yeah. <laughs> Do I tip the queens? No, no, I do. I do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Yeah, that's the that's the trick. Tip the queens. Tip the queens. Just the tip. Uh, <laughs> so the drag bingo that I thought was amazing. They had a hot pit crew guy. Thank God they have pit oh. crew budget on this show. Come on. Oh. Right? Canada's yes. drag race. Canada's drag race doesn't have a hot pit crew budget anymore. I'm they have so Brooklyn. It's fine. Yeah, but I mean, come on. <laughs> but Brooklyn has that gross mullet, so I'm not really into bingo. it. Bingo! Okay, so what do you think of the bingo? They, they did the bingo to, like, put them all together into pairs. So right? I thought that the best team was definitely going to be LaFille's team and Sminty, because I feel like Sminty and LaFille can probably both so. That was my initial thought. I was a little bit worried about... um, Who was I worried about? I was worried about Cheddar and Coppertop, I'll be honest. Because okay. I'm certain that Cheddar can, can design and sew, but I wasn't sure about Copper Top and what she'd be able to bring to it. Right. I mean, you never know. Like, it was, it's a gag to even have them paired in twos. Like, ugh. <sighs> the last thing you want to do is work with an ugh in pairs. Like, ugh. Ugh. Like, who, would, who would you most want to work with, you think, in this, in this group? Um, easily, uh, Cheddar Gore. Well, no, no, because she won't, she won't help you. She'll, she'll just care about herself. Um, okay, before you watch the episode. No, but I still remember, like, she would just help. She would just, yeah. Um, probably like Danny Beard or Pixie Polite. Like, I was all about LaFille. I mean, I would have wanted to hang out with LaFille. Yeah, somebody that I'd get along with and doesn't seem like a hot mess. LaFille just gives off the best energy of this entire cast. Um, not to be, you know, overly judgmental, but like, honestly, I wouldn't want to work with Black Peppa. I'm sorry, but I just feel like Black Peppa, despite being amazing, 
I think she's a bit of a hot mess to work with. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, I have no idea. I she mean, seems very kind to me. I think she's amazing. I think I would work with that. Peppa. She literally started basket weaving. Anyway, um, they both I did it. I know, but they it was such a it. bad choice. Um, <laughs> but she's so creative. Uh, it's just not a great. Uh, personality in like a time constraint uh, design. I did think it was weird that everybody was just poo-pooing all over their fabrics. Mm. That's what I thought was odd because they had so much to work with. And even though it's not exactly what you might want, Mm -hmm. um, they're fabrics. You you make something out of it. Mm -hmm. And and Pixie and Danny were shitting all over the purple materials. I was like, these patterns, they had patterns. You can make something quirky and cute and they're not super matchy-matchy. And honestly, so you the can judges, make, like, like even if you end up with a color that maybe is not your own, your favorite color, like the judges realized that the judges realized, well, they had what they had. They did what they did with what yeah. they had. Like, they're not going to be that angry about the color. Yeah. I, I actually felt like Sminty and LaFill had the worst box. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they had no real big patterns except some stars, which sort yeah. of looked like the, the U.S. season three Isle of America commercial challenge, except, you know, it's the UK, Ugh. so they can't really use that. Yeah, the blue, honestly, yeah, blue is kind of the boringest color, really. I mean, blue is a kind of, it's such an everyday color. Like, my husband yeah. wears blue constantly. I have to force him not to wear blue. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I got to say, um, Danny Beard and Pixie Polite are in a group together. And Danny says, we're big girls. We're going to go with a nice, simple dress. And mm. I turned into Whoopi Goldberg immediately. I was like, you in danger, girl. Because <laughs> that is way too simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it. It is. They are big girls, though. They're big, probably the biggest in the competition. So together, I mean, the fact that they turned out what they did is, I think, good. Um, but I think they. The, okay, so they all got together and they have to design these things, and they got assigned random fabrics. Uh, and Sminty did that. I thought Sminty did a good job handing out the boxes. So that's good. That's good. Yes. Um, she wasn't mean about it. She's actually pretty complimentary, except she did give Black Peppa the green box, and I I think that was a little bit of a Black Peppa. You're doing good. Here, you take the green. Green's a hard. I think they should have been able to work with the green. I think green yeah. is a beautiful color, and they just sort of messed up. They they didn't think it through. They didn't make something that really looked amazing. They chose mm-hmm. a way of working with the material. That was never going to really look fitted unless they had much more time. Mm-hmm. You know, when they give you these fabrics, yes, if it's like a make it out of nothing challenge, yeah, you want to weave things together. But when they give you fabric, that's actual fabric. Use it as fabric. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. do these silly things. Yeah. Um, okay. So essentially they, they end up with the things and they have to make an outfit for both of them. Um yeah, what, who would you would want to work with in this group if you had to be paired? Oh, so a hundred percent LaFill. Mm-hmm. I mean, LaFill just seems LaFill just gives off great energy. Another amazing confessional queen, by the way. We're seeing some mm-hmm. amazing confessionals. And I thought, you know, in the middle of this episode, LaFill really spilled her guts about her issues dating as a drag queen, which was something mm-hmm. that I don't really identify with at all but <laughs> i found really interesting and kind of sad that um that anyone would date a straight male yeah totally you know? <laughs> although if you're dating a man you're probably not a straight man if i had to guess just yeah just think i mean think that one through likely. for a sec probably um, mm. but i i lafil gives off just this amazing warm loving energy and i want i want her to find love who was the one that kept going on about they only date straight guys? Was that that was LaFille. Was no, that, that was LaFille? Because what LaFille's a weird. Is, what so LaFille is that I, I was looking this up before we we started watching, but LaFille is he him, but is very fluid in terms of gender presentation. Yeah, and so a lot of straight guys will quote straight will hit on LaFille was my interpretation mm-hmm. because of his gender fluidity, fluid fluidity, yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't really want a relationship. Yeah, that's so such a shame. That's such a shame. Yeah. I I I think that's so funny how they consider themselves straight too. It's like you're not straight. Like get nope. over it yourself. Like you're nope. clearly not. Lafil is a beautiful straight. man who has some yeah. um, uh, g- gorgeous feminine features, and 
I mean, I I'd, I'd, I'd hit it as oh, a yeah. as a gay man. I'm yeah, proudly gay, and uh, I Le- get it. LaPhil won't, won't date you because you're not straight. Sorry. Fair. But we do have something else to talk about in terms <laughs> of hitting it, which is Pixie dated Tia Coffee. Oh, and they my broke God. up. And you know what that means? That means that Tia is single. So mm-hmm. I'm booking my flight to the UK today. I'm ready. My body is ready and right and a little bit squishy, and I'm all about that. Wait, so that means go. that Pixie's single too. So Pixie, come over here. Mm, come I mean, by, even come if let's be place. real, this is mm. let's be real. This is this is gay love. So yeah, they don't even have to be single to to do the deed. You know, you can just. I mean, it can just be, negotiate. It's, it's, what do you call it? It's like the sexual love revolution. It's the seventies all over again. I was going to say a threesome, but for the yeah. gays, it's like endless. <laughs> endless. Um. Okay, so okay, yeah. Let's just go over the the results one by one by one. Um, Absolutely. So it was LaPhil and Siminti. Uh, uh, they come out in the blue garments. Overall, um, I thought they looked great, and I it almost look looks great. like the Phil is using her real hair. I couldn't she tell. Might she might be, but that hair is gorgeous. I will say, I thought LaPhil looked like an eleven out of ten. I thought Siminti looked like more of a nine. Her look, just the proportion was a little bit off. And I think it's because Sminty doesn't pad. No, she does not I, pad at I all. Think, I think because there were no hips, I wasn't getting... I mean, she looked gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Yes, love her abs, whatever. Um, the headpiece wasn't as good as LaFille's. The yeah. Just everything wasn't quite as polished. Yeah. Um, Lefil, so I was like, like are they going to do an individual win in this episode or let a pair win? I thought they were going to like yeah. have LaFille just win alone. Yeah, LaFille definitely um, does the padding, like does a little bit of hip and a little bit of boob. And Sminty is one of those new girls who just completely resists padding. And that's fine. There's I don't object wrong, to it. There's nothing wrong with completely no padding, you know, doing the model look, doing the andro look, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like... Sometimes when you're in a drag competition, like try it, you know. <laughs> well, I will say it just it just she just didn't fill out this look in the way exactly. that I had hoped. I thought she looked gorgeous. I I don't have oh god the, yeah. These are I think I'm I'm very much nitpicking here. I mean that that out both of their looks were fantastic. The thing is, like with Sminty, like she constantly just, and this is not to say anything bad. Like I think she looks great. Like, but she constantly just looks like this really tall drink of water, beautiful, amazing glass of water. But like, uh, it would be nice to get another silhouette, and that's what we always want in these competitions. Like, change your silhouette. It doesn't have to be the va va voom, mm-hmm. but like it can be something. And we've literally just seen this tall drink of water again and again mm-hmm. and again. No matter what she wears, we just always see this long, and it's amazing. But like, we just want a little something more. Just put I, a little boob I think in. so. I think that's very true. Just put a little boob in. She's gorgeous. Yes. So the next couple was JB and Black Peppa. Oh yes, and I mean, come on, this was like a hot mess. This was really. I hot thought mess. it was a hot mess. I, that being said, considering the level of panic they had, I was surprised they actually had. A garments on their abades. Mm-hmm. They did have garments on their bodies. Um, but yeah, Peppa's nipple was all the way out. <laughs> and I actually thought that John Burr's was not great. They complimented her bra, like the 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 woven bra. And I, I thought that was okay. I thought the yeah. skirt really didn't fit that well. No. And and therefore really was pushing her belly out. Um, yeah, it just looks she like doesn't even sheet. have a belly. She's like it's- a skinny little thing. It just, it just looks like a towel well. wrapped around her body. Like it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. The epaulette thing is fun. I mean, it's a more successful look and the hair goes with it well. Yes. Uh, um, and then next was Danny and Pixie, right? I mean, it's just terrible. Um, and Danny and Pixie, I think they turned it out. Like it's um, this stretch fabric. It mm-hmm. fits their bodies very nicely. They're not identical. Um, they're kind of. Like I thought they looked very, pretty great. I thought they accessorized yeah. really well. And it's also like an example of like, oh, we just got this dress, but here's two ways you can wear it, you mm-hmm. know. And um, I love. I actually, they didn't it. look identical, but I felt they looked so similar that they had basically yeah. made the same dress. That was the thing that sort of got me. You know, I know that I know that 
they were supposed to be sisters. I think that was sort of the idea, right? Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I felt like the dresses were too similar and also were too simple, but mm. they looked amazing. It, they, I mean, they did it right. I like the sm- slight differences they have. Mm-hmm. Like um, Danny did um, just sleeves and then Pixie did uh, a sleeve into a finger glove. So like, it's like little differences that are very cute. Yeah, they certainly weren't identical. I just I just felt they were a little too similar, whereas yeah. some of the other ones went a little bit farther apart in terms of the overall look yeah. of the garment, but still managed to look incredibly like a sister looks. And the and the body. They're really giving us the body, which is their I mean, bo- oh, the body was amazing. I mean, and that's the thing, like there's nothing wrong with, you know, a girl not giving us the body and but like when they do, it's just like uh yeah, it's great. Like we're given, we're getting the, we're getting that, we're getting that. Cannot. And again, like when you think about what these two have worn on the runway previous, we haven't seen them in a body con dress no. yet. So it's like again, we're getting another silhouette. When you do competition, think silhouette. Silhouette is so important. Do varieties of silhouettes. Yes. Anyways, um, and then we get our winners, which are um, uh, baby and um. Uh, the Pokemon trainer girl. Whatever. Oh, they were easily my favorite of the <laughs> night. I mean, I mean, those looks were both distinctive, clearly sister looks, and mm-hmm. Dakota's thought like knee highs. Yeah, just looked so good. And it's so funny that they made these looks because Dakota's um, Dakota's confessional look is not giving it for me. Yeah. Oh, the little maid look. I love. I'm it. not. Yeah. It's like the, it's like what a girl it's wears a in like girl those look. little. School, school girl like school made girl cafes look. in Japan. It's like, yeah. hey, would you like to order some pancakes? It's yeah. Amazing. I only had one critique of this look, which is I felt like Dakota's skirt was the teensiest bit too short. But the thing is, like, she looks Ooh, amazing. Is my in dress it. too short? Uh, yeah. uh, I thought it was a teensiest bit too short. Like, just even an inch more, I think, would have elongated it just a little well, bit. But she's pretty really, long anyway. I really love how these two looks are very like they're the same kind of idea like little jumpers except they took them in opposite directions mm-hmm. you know like you've got the puff pants on baby and the uh the the uh the cut and then you've got like the fuller like more 60s inspired with uh dakota with the leg warmers it's just and just the pattern where they put that pattern fabric over the black to make black look interesting because Yes. Often the little black dress is just a little black dress. It's very boring, but that pattern just like made it fashion. It was really cool. It Loved was fantastic. It. it was so cool. Um, they look so adorable. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, it was beautiful. And then finally, we've got Cheddar Gorgeous and Copper Top. So this, I think, is where I veer away from the judges a little bit. Mm-hmm. I. I thought they actually looked very polished overall. Oh, totally. And and I thought that, I mean, it was very clear that Cheddar's was exquisite and had details yeah. on it that I don't think Copper Top could have made. But I actually thought even though Copper Tops was simple, it was on a similar level as Danny and Pixie's. Um, I do not think so. I think the padding is not... It's a little low. It's a little bit irregular, actually, from the drag Fair. point of view. Um, it's it's also it's just not cut well. Um, there's just issues with it. That Cheddar, also Cheddar's garment is like a little bit jaggedy, but like Cheddar made it just polished it. And this is what we were talking about earlier. Cheddar really left her partner in the dust. Um, she made sure I'm gonna look good. <laughs> Even if you don't, because um, Cheddar looks amazing. Like if you look at that, it's like almost a RuPaul silhouette. It's beautiful, and then you get Copper Top, and she's trying. It's very like sixties. It's Barbarella on a budget. Um, and the thing is, like everyone looks so good. Uh, she just. I, she I thought that her up. look was stronger than John Burr's look. I agree, though. I agree with you. It's totally like, it's agree. not that I don't think that this was a, a stellar look by any stretch of the imagination, but if I put her alongside John Burr's blonde, her look is far and away better. It at least from I far agree. away looks polished. I absolutely And agree. it fits her. She made a leotard and a cape, but. Uh-huh. And she did. And also like that's lined. She keeps saying it was lined, but also she did the seamstressing for her and uh, mm-hmm. Cheddar. 
Um, copper because um, Cheddar doesn't do it very well. She does more like the accessories, and it seems like I don't know. I feel like Cheddar would have been an awful partner to work with. Um, because like it feels like Copper did all the work and then literally got crapped on for it. I guess um, I have trouble telling sometimes. You know, it's it's. I did hear okay, so I did hear what you know when they formed that partnership. Cheddar basically said, "Oh, can you sew?" and and then Copper Top was like, "Yeah, I sew," and then she was like, "Good," because I craft. That was what I heard. Uh-huh. Cheddar basically say, Pretty but it, I, but how much did they actually contribute to each of those garments? I don't know. And what was the real responsibility? Was the responsibility for them to help the other, or was it to make your own outfit? Like well, sometimes yeah. they tell the queens things like, "You have to make your own outfit. You can't actually make the other one for the other person." I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it is that, but it's also you know, like you're supposed to be cohesive and together. I don't know. It's just. It's unfortunate because it does, unfortunately, I think what it ends up that Copper Top and Peppa are put in the bottom, right? I, I guess I disagree. I think I think the, the team of Black Peppa versus John Burr's Blonde. I think that would have been, been in the bottom. Yeah. I think that's so I, and I I was they I must, was like they must have noodling about against, that for a while. I think they must have something against Copper Top. I wonder if Copper said something or like was being dramatic or something. It's also cause... possible that they want John Burrs to be a dark horse. Yeah. And so they don't she... want to have them lip sync twice in a row because that's sort of a, a kiss yeah, of death. It is. And she's also the Irish queen. So maybe they'd be, you know, they're like, well, we want our representation, right? Because that you know representation in the in the UK is is different like they they want to make sure that different areas are being represented yeah. and at the end of the day copper top is well she's the panto queen from you know <laughs> this is true this is true like, but well, i hate to see it but but yeah. but given given my boyfriend's hair status i hate to see a ginger go oh i know so okay so then we get the lip sync and did you like this lip sync I loved this lip sync. Mm-hmm. This is so far the best lip sync of this season mm-hmm. because both of them gave it their all. Yeah. I mean, I really, I thought I, I black pepper was black pepper eight. And I, I knew that was going to yeah. happen, but I will say copper top kept up and, and did an amazing job. I have to agree. I honestly thought, yeah, black pepper did her thing. Black pepper did the tricks. I feel like Black Pepper really didn't get into it about until halfway through. Uh, like I just found Black Pepper to be a little bit flailing around, um, and I'm just wondering, like, mm, is your head really in the game here? Because honestly, Coppa gave it the whole way through and gave just a very strong, solid, interesting performance. So, I see, I saw it as levels, right? I saw, I, I just saw Black Pepper as. Sort of slowly rising throughout the performance. She did tricks. Once she, yeah, exactly. Once she did the. And she threw like her purse the, away. She did that purse throw that I thought was fierce as F. Yeah, once it was like the. Oh, I'm allowed to swear on this podcast, aren't I? Once she like got away from like doing the stupid death drops and like the typical things, and then she started doing like the thing with her knees and stuff, I was like, okay, oh, now. Oh, I was dying. It was, it was Denali too. Now we're lip syncing. When you were doing those stupid tricks, no one cares about those anymore. Please be interested. I cared. I cared. Ah, like a death drop is just not that exciting to me anymore. Like we've seen them. And I, whenever I see a girl fall down into a death drop, I'm just like, girl, you, you're hurting yourself. Like, No, what I, I want to see is more people lip sync like Denali. That's basically <laughs> what I want in my life. 100%. Well, your love <laughs> back in the middle and back again i'm gonna give I mean, it right to the end she's a figure skater she can do like triple loops she's got i mean every time she train. does a lip sync it looks choreographed that's the thing uh-huh. until they gave her like a soulful song against olivia lux but you know <laughs> yeah so uh, uh unfortunately i mean I was, uh, but let me just say, I was worried. I was worried because this parallel. But no, let me tell you what I was worried because in in UK two, you know, Astina Mandela won the first episode, and then episode three lip synced and went home, and I was like, this is a parallel. They'd better not do the same thing again. Because had Astina not gone home, I think that would have been a very different season. Do you think Astina was on the same level as like Black Peppa in terms of like? creativity i don't no absolutely i not. don't but i was still worried yeah 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 yeah. no black peppa is like total front row. her creative mind and her energy and her personality are just like winner energy 
I absolutely the, the producers are so excited to have her on the show. I can tell because and they're just like, oh my god, an opportunity to put our front runner in the bottom. Yes, yes, let's do it. You know, but to be fair, she deserved it. I mean, she was the only one. She and yeah, she was the the one to put in the bottom this episode. And I'm glad that she stayed, honestly. Which oh, is yes. and, and it's unfortunate because Coppertop, honestly, I think is just such a solid presence and does really represent the panto vibe that UK is so uh, accustomed to. You know, a good panto queen. You know, pantomime. I get a lot of inspiration from pantomime and panto queens and like the big stupid makeup. Yeah. So I'm really sad to see Copper go. It's too bad. I love Copper. I'm very sad that she left. Yeah, but she's not dead. <laughs> well, not we all die eventually, but she is old, so she only has a couple of days left. But it's you know it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, well, that was the episode. Thank God we got through that. <laughs> oh my! So, uh, do you still like this uh, season? Are you I'm anything? loving this season. I um, I mean, I mean, I love all the queens from UK three, but I think UK four is a stronger season overall in terms of the editing from the production i sort of i have an idea of the story already i have an idea of who i want to win Mm -hmm. it's black peppa black peppa i think black peppa is gonna win but we'll see we'll see i mean i thought i thought anita wiglet was gonna win and i was wrong so the the personalities on uk are consistently just like so interesting like every season of uk is worth watching just and it's because, I, I don't know, I just love personality, and the UK just gives us so much personality. Oh, yes. You know, sometimes it's it's unfortunate, but on Canada's Drag Race, sometimes we're lacking in personality here. Are we, are Canadians just boring? I don't think, <laughs> hold up, hold up. I actually don't think Canada was lacking in personality. I, I don't. I mean, okay. Canada season three okay. had some amazing personality. I mean, come on, Kimmy. Kimmy Couture. Vivian yeah. Vanderpuss was yes, a Vivian. favorite. Irma Gerd was so fun. I mean, a, a few Absolutely. of my favorites went home early, but you know. Yeah. Um, I just would have liked to see them in the final. I, oh, I, I thought I, I I thought that Canada's Drag Race 3 was was good. I don't think it's as strong it as UK four. No, I agree. I thought it was good. I agree. Because it's just it's just not the same, yeah. you know. We have like Kimmy things. Kimmy Couture not knowing what angina is was a moment. <laughs> that was the moment of the season for me. I know what a vagina is. I have one. Ah, you know. All right, like, all right. We've gone over time. It's time to close this up, Doctor Jake. It's been really fun to chat with you about Drag Race and stuff. Um, do you want? Do you have any last words? Do you want to tell the children where to find you? Yeah, you can find me everywhere on all platforms as Doctor Jake Media, and on YouTube, I'm Doctor Jake. Yes. Well, thanks. Dr. You can watch Jake. me forcing lesbians to react to Steven Universe. So honestly, it's, it's more fun than it sounds. Um, okay, bye everybody. Not for her. Um, we'll try and get <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and get opalescence on sometime so that I can scold her for standing me up multiple times. Um, and some more campy guests. Uh, uh, Doctor Jake is wonderful, and I'm glad that he and it's so easy to talk to. So thank you for being here. Um, well, my that's pleasure. It. That's it. Until next week, squirrels. Bye.